You are listening to the Sincerely Her podcast. This isn't an ordinary podcast. This is a podcast that will help you find clarity and win. Hi, I am Tam. Returning listeners, you already know I do this podcast for you. New listeners, thank you for joining me. Today, I'm actually going to do something a little bit different. Usually, I think about what I'm going to say before I say it, which we all should do. But today, I am recording this podcast with a heavy heart. I'm not even quite sure what is about to come out of my mouth. I just know (laughs) that actually sounded funny, but I just know that I'm going to speak from the heart today. I took a break from preparing for a big conversation. And literally, as I was scrolling, I, like most people, I've gotten in a habit of just kind of looking at the headlines. And if the headline grabs my attention, I'll read the article. With that being said, a headline grabbed my attention and I decided to click on the article. Little did I know the article was going to be about someone who I knew. I'm going to try to keep my composure as I record this podcast, but forgive me if I break completely down. (sighs) Where can I start? I had a friend from high school who was living in New York and he came to California. He had lived in California, but he had moved back to New York where he was from. So I met him in high school and he came and he was with a friend of his who became like a sister to me. And we hit it off and she was like, come visit New York. I had never been to New York before. I went to New York. It was love at first sight. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm about to move to New York. And she was like, well, come move. I was like, well, I gotta get it. She's like, no, she was like, just come transfer schools. So when I came to New York for my first visit, it was in the middle of a blizzard. And oh my God, I was like, I'm from California. I don't know much about snow. It snows in certain parts of California, but not where I live at. I live in Los Angeles. In fact, while I'm recording this podcast, it's probably about 100 degrees outside. (laughs) But nonetheless, and I'll try to keep it brief. This young lady said, okay, come stay with me. I live with my grandmother. It's cool. I came, I conquered. I was like, I'm moving. I came back to California, immediately plotted my escape and transferred colleges. I was thinking I was going to go to NYU or Rutgers. And I ended up going to a college called Montclair State. At the time, it was ranked number two in teacher ed. And I was in athletic training, which at that time fell under teacher education. This is many years ago, if you're trying to figure it out. Program is called kinesiology now. So saying that to say, moved to New York. I literally lived with her and her grandmother. She was like, look, why don't I... She wanted to help her sisters and her mother was dealing with some issues. So she decided to move to Queens and she was like, you can have my room. 
I ended up renting a room from her grandmother and literally it was just me and her grandmother in a, well, in New York, if you guys don't know, you have brownstones, but then you also have houses depending on what part of New York you live in. And the houses, they divide them. So here it would just be a two-story or a three-story home, but in New York, they'll say, well, let me back up. So in Los Angeles, it's just upstairs, downstairs. I think that's the easiest way to explain it. But in New York, they divide the home. So one floor is like the first family, second family. But nonetheless, it was me and grandma in a two-family home and the kitchen was in the basement. So it was just her and I in a three-story home. And I also lived in New Jersey at the time. And well, not at the time, but I lived in New Jersey during school. And during the summers, I either stayed with her and rent it from her, or I came back to California, but I would leave my stuff there. And at one point, I was just literally living with her. But then there was one point I was just living in in New Jersey. Throughout all of it, I always made a point to come back to California to see my mom. So once a month, no matter what, for five years, I always came home. Getting to my point about this article. So Tandra is her name. We called her Tanya. I mean, like, I, you guys have no idea. She was a sister when I needed a sister. She was a friend when I needed a friend. I almost died when I lived in Brooklyn. It's a whole long story, but I almost died in the hospital. She was right there with me. Her dad, Dennis, Dennis was my ace. I used to run the streets of New York with Dennis. I was on a bowling team with Dennis. Once they discovered that I knew how to bowl, they were like, oh my God, and I hustled money with Dennis. (laughs) Dennis was a hustler. He worked at the hospital in New York. Forgot what Dennis did, but he worked at the hospital for years. But he hustled on the side. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. He always has something going on. He made money. People in the street knew him. And I'm not talking about drugs, so don't go there. But he definitely was selling something always. He would take me on adventures with him. I remember when Tanya came to California. I had her all over the streets of L.A. I was younger. I knew everybody. She was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you know everybody like this. We did everything. When I came to New York, obviously, I came there and I had my own friends after a while. But she was always still someone who served as family. Excuse me. I mean, I can go on and on, but get into the article. Basically, I saw the headline and the headline read correctional officer. I forgot her title. Let me see if I can find it really quick. That way I can, you guys can put, um, put it all together. 
but it said NYC Corrections Captain Dies from BBL Gone Wrong in Dominican Republic. I don't know if it was meant to be for me to click on the article. I'm not sure why I was so curious, but I clicked on and the first photo that I saw was a girl and her husband on their wedding night. Honestly, I did not recognize her because it was a side photo and it's been many years since I spoke with her. But as I scrolled down and I saw the name, my heart started to beat and then they showed another photo and I was like, oh my God. I'm emotional because one, she was a friend when I needed one. More importantly, I'm upset at myself. Literally, a few months ago, she reached out to my mother. Admittedly, when I moved from New York and I moved from her grandmother's house, I was upset with everyone. And, you know, I always joke and say I'm a professional ghoster and I will move in the night. And I literally did both of those things. They knew I was moving, but the way I did it, nobody knew I had left. And I never spoke to them again. When her grandmother passed away, she called my mother. Sorry. When grandma passed away, she called my mother told my mother, you know, my mother had often talked to them, even though I had never spoken to them again. My mother always spoke to them, you know, not often, but she kept in touch with them. Literally a couple of months ago, Tanya called my mother and asked how I was doing. She told my mother she was going to move to South Carolina from New York. And my mother was like, here's her number. You should call her. Being stubborn. Not willing to forgive, even though she didn't do anything to me. I just decided, uh, whatever. Because that's always been my answer to everything. I just don't deal with drama. I don't deal with anything. I'm a professional ghoster and I move in the night. Sorry. And I did just that. So I'm hurt. I'm disappointed in myself. Obviously, I'm grieving, you know, and what's sad about it, I wasn't even able to go to the funeral because I just found out about it. More importantly, 
I don't even have a relationship with the family, so I can't send my condolences. So I'm sharing this with anyone who's listening. Just to say, it's okay to forgive people. Don't hold grudges. Let it go. It's not healthy. You only hurt yourself. Be better at reaching out to people. And I'm not saying, like, it is okay to close doors. Some doors need to be closed. I'm a believer in that. However, I do think that just got to let things go and be okay with people for who they are. Most importantly, I think what I'm dealing with now is just guilt. And I have to forgive myself. So I'm going to wrap this up by saying, forgive yourself. I'm not even quite sure what today's note is. Maybe that's today's note. Thank you for listening. Oh, and I do want to say, just going back to, she died in the Dominican Republic having a surgery. If you're unhappy with your body, by all means, you have to do what you feel is best for you. But don't let the pressure of society make you think that you're not good because you're not built a certain way or you don't look like other people. You know, I can only imagine her husband what what did he, how did he feel having to go to the Dominican Republic to pick up his wife's body? And what's so crazy about the story is the doctor who operated on her, he wasn't even a licensed doctor. He had already been like he was uh, fined and jailed and some other stuff in New York for operating without a license. And so he went to the DR, Dominican Republic, and was doing the same thing. And what's crazy about it is, is that she wasn't the first person who lost her life. This this guy has disfigured many women. And I'm not going to sit here and say that it's low self-esteem because, you know, you just never know what people are dealing with. But please don't do that to yourself. You know, love yourself first, no matter what. So I, I think that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Sincerely Her podcast. Remember, be you. 
Trust yourself. Be happy. Travel. Be authentic. Have confidence. And never give up.